0: This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpacked.com. It's Laura. Welcome to, welcome back to Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you are doing well. I am so sorry I missed Thursday. I literally did just kind of take a day. And I got to say that it was sort of a lead up to what happened on the weekend. Now, I did post a blog about what happened on the weekend. um, But I want to share it here. And let's see if we can expand on it a little bit. So, on Saturday night, I kind of bubbled over. There was this bunch of tears that sort of flowed out and uh, kind of came out of nowhere, kind of surprised me a little bit. Don't normally do the tear, the whole teary-weepy thing. But here we are. I did the teary-weepy thing. And um, because I let my brain kind of go down a little bit of a rabbit hole, it was this thing that was trying to come out, right? So it had been triggered by sort of the remnants of this lock cycle thing that I've been in forever. And it popped out again. And it triggered this thing around insecurity and safety. So what was that in relation to? Because I've been dealing with insecurity for a long time, obviously, right? Because I had put my power away and I, you know... I, I didn't share my thoughts, I didn't share my feelings, I didn't do a lot of things, right? I let other people decide my whole life for me. So in a lot of ways, I had, I, I had been living from a ton of insecurity, and I've healed a lot of it over the, over the years. And then this thing was all about actually taking control when things would happen. Actually allowing myself to be in my power and take control. So now you're thinking, but you're a teacher. I have leadership skills. You're right. So if I get into a room of people, can I take control and and lead the room? Sure, of course. But it's interesting how we take skills and we put them away and we pigeonhole them a little bit. So while, yes, if I get into a room, can I take a group of people and lead them? Yes, absolutely. But when I come home, do I do that here? No. There is insecurity around what happens when I do that in my personal life. And so that is where that little bit came up from. Was the insecurity around actually taking control when things happen? Does Laura have the ability to manage them? And the answer is yes, but not if I'm insecure about it, right? <laughs> So that's what it was, that's where it came from. So what happened? I had this meltdown and then I said, what was that about? And then I understood it was about safety and security. So here's the thing, now here's the process, right? Because we don't get caught here, right? So for a lot of you, you're gonna get stuck in the emotion. You're gonna start crying and you're not stopping for three days. And that's not what we wanna do. Emotion flows through, we don't argue with it, right? So emotion flows through, very short spurt, right? A little spell of sort of crying, okay? And we let that go. And then we work for acceptance. So acceptance for me was accepting sort of that the inner five-year-old that was really insecure about taking the lead or doing anything like that. And we accept that piece of myself. I accept that piece of myself because that's, that's what it does. So what does that mean? That means we give the five-year-old the thing that she was missing, feeling comfortable taking control in this place, in this, in this space, right? So that was the thing that she needed. She needed to feel comfortable taking the control. Like it's okay to use the skills that you have to help your family and solve problems. Okay. So we give her that. We give her a hug and we take her, I take her with me because She's part of it. That's the acceptance. So I don't argue with her. I don't get mad at her for all the problems she created in my life. I don't, I don't do any of that. I just simply accept her. And then the other piece, I don't clunk myself on the head with a hammer. I do not beat myself up for woulda, coulda, shoulda, ever. I do not beat myself up for what I couldn't do when I couldn't do it do not do that to ourselves. Not ever. You accept that you did the best you could from where you were in every second and then you make the change. When you understand and you know better, only then can you do better. This little piece of insecurity around taking control was buried under all kinds of crap that I had to move through. Right? I had a ton of fear and worry and other insecurity in other areas of my life. I had all kinds of things that I had to deal with first before I could even get here. And this part was actually hidden to me. I didn't even know it was a thing until it was in front of me, until I was crying, really. I didn't even know it was a thing. Right? So I'm not going to beat myself up for it. I don't get mad at myself there was nothing i was going to do sooner because i wasn't ready to be able to do it right even though i have and have had leadership skills for quite a while right i'm able to take a room and move through yes but right those were very sort of pigeonholed skills that i had given myself over time right they were career career related skills that i had for stay with my new language that I had, that I used in my career in very specific ways. But it hadn't ever dawned on me that I wasn't willing to sort of use them a little differently at home to actually help myself or my family. It had never dawned on me that that was a thing until it hit, right? So there's two parts to this. There's the emotional part, the mental part, we become, we understand, here's the emotion, that flows through. We understand it, we gain mental clarity around it, we do the acceptance piece, we don't beat ourselves up, so we move through, we accept it, now we have to deal with the pattern or habit behind it. That's the next piece, right? So we don't get stuck in the emotion, we move through to acceptance, we don't grab the hammer and hit ourselves with it, okay. Okay now we're on to we have to break the habit or pattern how does this show up in my life what's the new behavior right so to use a very simple analogy here let's talk about smoking so there's two there's two parts to quitting smoking the first part is the actual nicotine addiction the actual chemical addiction and then the second part is the habit the behavior if you quit smoking and you get by the nicotine addiction but you don't break the physical habit of, I smoke when I drink coffee or I smoke when, then you will struggle with with quitting. You have to find a new behavior to replace the habit of smoking when drinking coffee. So what are you gonna do when you're drinking your coffee if you're not smoking? You have to consciously create a new behavior. Otherwise, even if you manage to break the nicotine, the physical habit is going to be strong enough that it's gonna pull you back, right? So it's the same thing when we're healing anything, right? Because all of these things, the, the safety, the insecurity, the fear, the, the, all the stuff, the powerlessness, all of the things that we have, all have behavior attached to them. Every single one of them has a behavior or more than one behavior attached to it. And we have to break those behaviors. So when I tell you you're living from pain, it's because you're not breaking the habits yet. You're trying to heal, but then you're not changing how you respond, react and live in your daily life. And if you want to break these, if you want to heal, if you want to fix the pain, if you want to fully release the pain, then you have to be willing to deal with the habits. You have to be willing to change your behavior. Patterns, habits, behaviors, thoughts, ideas, right? We have to be willing to change those things. Right. So if it's a belief, if there's a belief attached, then you need to change the belief. If there's a behavior attached, you need to change the behavior. If there's a pattern, you change it. Right. If there are thoughts, then you need to become aware of your thoughts long enough to have new ones. Right. So you need to be paying attention all the time to what's going on so that you can change the patterns, habits, behaviors, thoughts, ideas and beliefs and then create new ones. Right? So there's always two parts to this process, right? So for me, the emotional part, getting the mental clarity, doing the acceptance thing, I did that all in you know a span of a couple hours. The habit thing takes longer. right? The habit thing isn't an immediate. It's not as quick, right? We can do that we can do the emotional stuff in a couple hours. But then now I have to break the habits right? Now I have to figure out how that was actually showing up and what I actually needed to change. So ultimately, it's, there's a couple of things going on. First of it it is a balance of masculine and feminine in my life. Very driven, lots of masculine energy right there, right? Um, That's how I was taught to be in the world. That was how we needed to, to function if we wanted to have a career as a female, that kind of stuff, right? So I had that very masculine energy. And that was how I was taught to be was sort of very masculine don't don't have feelings don't don't do this don't do that right be be more masculine less feminine so we're balancing that i'm having to be more feminine and i'm having to use the feminine power and and intuition specifically right and understand that i don't have to drive so much that it doesn't have to be so much masculine my business is meant to be much more intuitive much less drive 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 much less masculine energy much more feminine energy and so having to back off the throttle in one way in order to sort of go in another direction and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that so but what i have to do is figure out what that looks like how do i actually play in that space what is that for me what does that what does that mean my business looks like when i do that right So that's the idea there. I had to figure out, I have to figure out how it shows up. So today, you know, focused more on intuition, focused more on how I feel when I'm doing my work, focusing on those things, so that I can make better choices in my business that will allow me to do what I wanna do and go in the direction that I wanna go in, right? There's nothing wrong with the dreams, there's nothing wrong with the goals. How you get there, Is important right are you walking are you busing are you taking the car are you flying how you're getting there is an important part of the part of the planning when you're planning to go somewhere how the the mode of transportation is critical and so that's what we're looking at right now what's the process here right what's the mode of transportation how how is this going to work what's this going to look like okay so there's all of that right so it's this masculine feminine energy and then it, it's, not going to, it's not going to change sort of what my business look like looks like, although you might see some new, some new concepts come in, but the messages are very, very stable now, right? And the only thing that really changes anymore is sort of me, right? <laughs> How I show up in the work that I do, what I'm sharing with you, right? So it, there's a lot of flow. There's a lot of me sort of sharing my life and, and the things that are going on and then showing you how to move through them, right? Which is the bigger piece of what I do, right? So it's not just stuff happening. It's showing how, showing you how to move through them in a way that keeps you going so you don't end up stuck, right? So we don't have to get bogged down in emotion. We can just keep going, right? We allow the emotion to flow through. We don't have to stay there, Right? We understand that there's there's an inner child, an inner an inner adult, even a younger version of ourselves at some age in our lives, that felt that thing. And so the thing we need to do for ourselves then is give that inner younger self, however old they are, whatever that was. So we give. I gave my inner five year old, you know, the opportunity to feel like she could take control and be okay and that it didn't have to be the end of the world, right? And so once you do that, and once I did that, and once I gave her a hug, and and I brought her with me, and I was like, okay, this is it, she came too. And then it was like, all right, all right. And And the thing that I don't do is beat myself up. There is no hammer. We're always doing the best we can from where we are. Always, no matter how good or bad that is, we are always doing the best we can from where we are, right? This thing that bubbled up on Saturday night for me was something that was hidden to me until I actually needed it. It was buried under years of fear and worry and a whole lot of self-doubt and a whole lot of insecurity in other ways. It was buried under all kinds of lack of confidence. I had no spine. I was literally a jellyfish. There was all kinds of crap. I've done a ton of work. And then here's this little thing (laughs) buried in the back corner of the closet, right? It's like, oh, I didn't know you were there, right? And there it is, this little fear of what happens if I take control of my life at home and not just reserve that for being in a classroom or or working. What happens if I actually take control of my life at home and how does that look and what are my habits around that and how do I change them, right? Right. There's no more work for me to do there. I have no more healing to do. There's nothing. There, I, there's, no, there's no deep diving. There's no more tears. I'm not going to. There's none of that. It's over. We did it. I popped it. It was a bubble. It popped. The end. It is solely now about the habit, the pattern, the behavior of it that I need to now pay attention to and work on. And the, guess what I'm doing this week, guys, o- along with sharing all the stuff with you. Guess what I get to do this week? I'm looking for the habits, patterns, behaviors that I have created from this idea that I wasn't allowed to take control in certain areas of my life, namely my home. How does that look? What is that? And what what needs to change? So will I shift it? Yes. And that's the thing is because I just focus on it. I bring my awareness with me. I'll pay attention to it. right. And so it will um, show up in my work, right? Because I'll be following the intuition. So you'll see it a little differently, right? The messages are very stable. Now I talk about the same things all the time. I, I know exactly what I'm doing. How the feminine energy balances out and what that ends up looking like might be slightly different. But the idea is there, right? The messages are there. So... That's it. That's what I'm going to be focusing on, right? And the things I want to get across to you are these ideas of not getting caught in the emotion, not arguing with it, accepting it, and not beating yourself up. Right? We can talk about safety and insecurity and how those things show up, right? Because when you don't feel comfortable in your own skin and I know what that is, I've done it, right? When you don't feel comfortable there, and you don't feel safe, and you don't want to show up in the world, then you feel really disconnected. It's really hard to come out of your own shell when you don't feel safe, right? And I get it, right? So you got to heal the, the, the thing inside of you. You have to accept the piece of you and give the piece of you that feels that way. You have to give that piece what it's missing, whatever that is, and then you have to heal the habit and behavior that comes from that, right? But everything is inside of you. There's nothing outside of you. So it's never about trying to change the outside world. If you're feeling disconnected because you're insecure and unsafe, then you have to give yourself the safety and security to connect to yourself first and foremost, and then you will be able to connect to the outside world. Okay, So my safety and security are not outside of me. My ability to control or not has nothing to do with, with what's going on around me. Nothing, okay? And when I talk about taking control, I don't mean that in a really 3D way, by the way, <laughs> right? taking con- Taking control for me means using my my power that I have right? Intuitively and so on, energetically, that kind of stuff. It's using that power to create what I want to create in the world, right? So it's not about me fixing things or doing things in the outside world. It's an energetic, intuitive control. It is not a 3D control, okay? There's a very, very, very big difference there, right? This is not 3d control let's fix stuff let's move the outside world this is an intuitive energetic control where i don't necessarily do very much of anything in the outside world but where i simply understand where my power is within me and i maneuver that and that's all right so when we talk about control that's what i mean the intuitive part the energetic part not the physical reality. So what I'm always doing is managing my own energy and understanding that it's okay to use that to help control, help take control, to help solve problems in the outside world, right? But I have to be connected to myself to be able to do that. And I can't be insecure about it. So I'm never putting anything outside of me. It's all inside of me all the time, every time without fail, it is all inside of me, right? So it's not about fixing the outside world, right? So this entire process, if I were to zoom way out and look at it from way high up in the sky at this point, right, so when I was stuck in the, the real 3D reality, when I before I started healing, right, I was always, always, always putting everything outside of me and fixing problems, always. I was trying to maneuver the 3D reality, Eventually I crashed and burned. I had that quote-unquote awakening where I had this epic meltdown that lasted the better part of a day. Massive meltdown, right? Everything collapsed. Bottom came out of the bucket. Whole world blew up. Okay, still wanting to fix in the 3D world, right? So I, I moved out of the house that I was living in. Took the kids with me we moved back in with my parents right i still continue to move in the outside world i just destroyed everything and started again okay so everything's still outside of me right so then i come back and i have this moment where i go i know what i need to do i understood it and it was just this moment of intuitive awareness that i had i didn't have control over my intuition quite yet and it just sort of hit me that i needed to heal myself i needed to fix the thing that i hadn't bothered to try to fix yet which was myself it was the only thing i had not attempted to fix in my life i had tried to fix other people i had tried to fix physical circumstances i had tried to fix all kinds of things but i had never actually tried to heal myself and that was when it started that was when i began the process but remember i started this process because i was ultimately trying to fix the outside world so it was still attached to something out there, right? I was still trying to change circumstances, right? It wasn't fully about me yet. It was about me only as a means to an end. It was simply serving a purpose. It wasn't for any other reason. It was just serving a purpose, right? It's like deciding you're going to fly instead of taking the bus. It was literally that. That was the choice. And it really was nothing more than that. It was just the vehicle. That was all. So we did that. I started the healing process and I started to realize that everything that I wanted to affect in the outside world was actually in me. And that was what allowed me to begin to actually shift it. When I realized that absolutely everything that I wanted to change in the outside world, I had to find within myself first. That was a massive, massive moment of clarity. The understanding that 100% of everything that I needed to change was inside of me, and that I needed to stop projecting it outwards, changed this process and the work that I do forever it changed it because I could no longer keep projecting it outside I could no longer continue to try to maneuver the outside world I finally realized that everything had to come from within And then it was figuring out what the habits, patterns, and behaviors, beliefs, and ideas that I had were that created that. And it doesn't mean I never healed another thing again, because I had to continue to heal. I had to remove all of the fear and worry, all of those layers. I had a lot of insecurity in a lot of different areas that I also needed to remove. I had to do all of that as well, and continue to change all the habits and patterns, behaviors, ideas, thoughts, and beliefs that were attached to all of that fear all of that insecurity all of that worry all of that doubt all of that all of that stuff right it's never just about healing the pain it's also about healing the habit and pattern and stuff that goes with it right so at every stage of this process that you've been watching me in now for the last couple of years when i finally started to share openly which hasn't been the whole time i wasn't sharing openly the whole time because that was part of the insecurity People weren't comfortable with what I thought. People weren't comfortable with how I felt. So I didn't share it. It was part of the insecurity. So what was the new pattern that I created to break the insecurity of not feeling comfortable to share? Guess what? I posted on Facebook. I put it in a blog. I post my life online. That was the new habit I created to fix the insecurity around sharing my stuff. Right? It all came through my career. It all came through my work. That was what I had to learn. And then there was this one little piece that came out this past weekend. This one tiny little piece. It was just this bubble that was buried under a whole load of stuff that I hadn't found yet. Back corner of the closet. Oh, how'd you get there? Okay. Pop. Deal with the emotion, accept, and move on. Don't attach, don't beat self up, don't make up a story, don't do anything, just let it be there and let it go. Don't get sucked into emotions, don't do any of that stuff. Just move right on along. And now, my job this week is to figure out how it actually shows up. So guess what I'm doing today? And for the rest of the week. And guess what I'll probably be talking about on Thursday. You see where it goes. The process is the same every single time. But if you get stuck on any one of these things at any point. Then you're going to have trouble. And most people get stuck in certain places. We get stuck in the emotion. We go down the monkey mind rabbit hole. It's nuts. We, We beat ourselves up for it and we hold on to it, we can't accept it. We won't simply allow ourselves to say, yeah, that's me, I did that. Yeah, that's me, that was my thing, I I did that, yep, yep. And I'm okay with it because I understand that I wasn't gonna do any better from where I was at the time, because that's just how it was. That's how things were. And I can be totally and completely okay with that. That's how we do it, guys. That's how we do it. That's the process. It's not It's not difficult. This, there, there's not a complicated process. I could write it in one sheet of paper. Right? And I actually did create a little nine-page workbook thing that just literally takes you through that process of, like, deal with the emotions, deal with the... Get mental clarity. Accept... Don't beat, and then move on, and figure out how it shows up in your life. It's literally that. That's the process with everything, even the big stuff. We have to do it the same way. Healing got much easier for me when I finally mentally understood the process that I had been in. When I finally understood what I had been doing for years, right? So I healed for probably five years before, five, five and a half, six years before I finally realized what the process of healing was for me that I'd been in for for the whole time. And it was this process of dealing with The emotion, getting mental clarity, doing all the things, right? And it's not often I bubble up and have a whole bunch of tears and emotion like that. It's not very often that I go through that process. There's not a lot of emotion attached anymore, right? But every once in a while that happens and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. So we just allow it, but we don't stay there. It's not, I'm not being sucked in. I don't have to cry for days. There's no, I don't have two years of work to do now. There's none of that. It's just a quick little bubble, it pops up, it leaves, okay, cool, right? We don't have to get caught. We just don't have to get caught. Is it all connected to the same crap? Yeah. Right? But because I disconnected it, well, there's another cord gone. One less less thing attached to powerlessness, go me, right? And I just keep going in that way. And I'll do it again with the next thing that shows up because that's what happens. And eventually when you do that enough, because you've changed so much, eventually your outside world has to change. It doesn't have a choice. That's how it works. We maneuver inside of ourselves and then watch the outside world shift around us because that's the process. But then you get into the idea of allowing change. You have to allow the change that you're trying to create. If you don't allow it, well, it won't change. So you have to get over the fear of change. Figure out why you're afraid of change. What's the problem with having new things happen? What's the problem with creating that new life? What's the fear? The fear might be that you're going to lose control. Okay, so deal with that. The fear might just be the unknown. And that's okay too. Deal with that. Recognize that the mind only knows what it's experienced. So everything you change is going to be new to the mind. So the idea that change is bad isn't necessarily true. Change isn't bad, it's just different. But find all of those little things so you can allow things to change for yourself. So you're not holding on all the time, right? For me, the insecurity showed up as control. For you, the insecurity might also show up as control, but it might be a different kind of control. It might be a control of of I don't want my environment to change. I'm going to glue the proverbial tower back together, right? In tarot, we have a tower card, and the tower's being hit by lightning. So what do you do when the tower gets hit by lightning? Are you going to stand in the tower, and is it just going to crumble around you, which is totally cool? Or are you going to walk away from the tower? Or, which is also good, or are you going to madly try to glue the tower back together? Are you buying a bucket of crazy glue so that you can glue the tower back together because heaven forbid something changes in your life? Most people, at least once in their lives, will try to glue the tower back together. And the trick is you have to learn to walk away. You have to learn to let it crumble around you. You need the tower moment. It needs to break. It's okay that it does. And when it breaks, then you let it go. Stop gluing it back together, right? and don't beat yourself up because the tower crumbled. Let it go, right? Don't take out the hammer and hit yourself with it. Don't do that to yourself, you're fine. Let the tower be, walk away, you're okay. All right? All right, that's it. Thank you so much, everybody. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe from wherever you are listening to this to from. I appreciate you so much. Have a great week. I will be back on Thursday. This has been Laura with Spirituality Unpacked. Have a good one, everybody. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. Thanks so much for listening.